Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here, also live in studio with us. The Gun Guy, Guy Ralford, host of The Gun Guy Show. Saturday is here on 93 WIBC. He is a Second Amendment attorney and licensed firearms instructor. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great. And thanks, as always, to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Premier Arms in Brownsburg with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest and PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg or PremierArms.com. What's on your radar, man? Where do you want to start first here? Uh, Is Chicago blaming Indiana for the guns again? Well, they always have been. And, uh, I mean, this goes way back. their gun problem? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's Indiana's fault that, that, that Chicago can't uh, control the, the gangs in Chicago that are all murdering each other on a constant basis. Um, and it, But this goes way back. You remember Obama had a town hall on gun violence, yep. and, and he quoted a completely fictitious uh, made-up statistic that 40% of guns recovered at Chicago crime scenes come from Indiana. Well, First of all, no. The number was 18%. And given the fact that handguns were completely illegal in Chicago until 2010, that's not real surprising. Um, that you know that somebody would travel a few miles to Gary or Hammond or someplace in, in northwest Indiana to, to buy a gun. But the, the real issue and it, it, that, that they're always looking at is people coming to Indiana, buying guns at gun shows or at gun stores, and then taking them back to, to Chicago to 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 sell to gangs or other criminals and they blame that on Indiana's so-called lax gun laws but the bottom line is that's already illegal if you come to Indiana and buy a gun and you're and you're a citizen of another state that's illegal if you're buying a handgun um, it's also illegal to buy a gun and transport it across state lines so as to sell it it's also illegal to be making a living if these people are buying you know guns after you know gun after gun after gun to make a living to make a buck essentially to go back and sell them in Chicago that's illegal if you're doing it out of federal farm arms license. So they're, they're doing a whole bunch of things that are already illegal under state and federal law, but specifically including Indiana law. So you can't blame it on lax laws in Indiana. You can blame it on lax federal law enforcement, maybe. But but Hammer sent me a, a story specifically targeting one Northwest Indiana gun store. And this was a hit piece uh, by a newspaper up there where they were looking at this gun store and said, well, a whole bunch of, of, of guns recovered at Chicago crime scenes come from, from this particular gun store. And it's their fault because they're just not enforcing the law as they should. And I had to chuckle over that article. It's a long article, but it's it, it's really interesting because they 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 went uh, into into a whole bunch of detail about how this this the store wasn't doing its job in enforcing the law when it's actually the federal government that does the background check on an individual when they go into a gun store to buy a gun. <laughs> And they always, and you mentioned this earlier, throw out these ridiculous numbers about how many illegal guns make their way yeah. into Chicago. But it's Chicago criminals that are doing it. Like, why can't Governor Holcomb come out and go, oh, yeah, well, the problem we have in Indiana is the majority of criminals are coming from Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, you put same, it like that. The same logic applies. But, you know, going back to where the guns come from, the number one source for guns recovered at Chicago crime scenes is Illinois. 
And beyond that, now a lot of guns come in from from other states, including Indiana, but the number one source is still Illinois, so they need to point the finger at themselves before they point the finger at anyone else. But in the meantime, no one can say that Chicago's or, or Illinois in general has done any kind of a decent job on keeping the the the, the gun the, the the gang violence is what I meant to say under control in Chicago, and they would turn around and, and and just have a scapegoat for that. And I'm a little tired of it being Indiana. You know, it's crazy how gangs are still a thing you know here we are 2023 almost 2024 when i was growing up again i went through school in the 80s graduated high school in 1996 this was the era of like gang like movies boys in the hood yeah, and yeah. all those types of things going up and it felt like there was a concerned effort to slow down gang violence in america but now it's not necessarily drive-by shootings, bloods and crips. It's more drug-related than anything else. It's definitely drug-related. But, you know, it's not surprising, including right here in Indianapolis, because you look at some statistics. We have the, the largest dropout percentage in terms of school ever. We have... The, the fewest number of two-parent homes and, and the highest percentage of kids growing up in, in single-parent or no-parent yeah. homes. And we also have the, the, the smallest percentage of Americans who identify with any organized religion. So where are people learning their, their, their morals, their principles, their, their concepts of right and wrong? It's on the street, man. And, and a lot of times when they go to the street for, for those lessons, they're getting them from, the, from fellow kids on the street, which invariably turn out to be gang members. And Nige, this is kind of what we talked about when we did the radiothon over the weekend the lack of a dad the yeah. lack of a oh, positive man. male role model in a lot of these hotspot communities if you don't get to some of these kids early and show them hey there's a place you can go you don't have to join these gangs and do this ridiculous nonsense if you don't get them early you're going to lose them well oh. that's what the, the whole function of the indiana 10 point co- the indy 10 point coalition with reverend charles harrison and the ogs that patrol those hotspot streets that's the whole idea but they can't do it all Right. But that's always been my thing. Like they can't do, they can't do it all. They have success in the spots that they patrol, and those guys that used to be gangsters and now rolling with him and Charles Harrison and talking to the youth, and they say the biggest thing is they have no regard for human life whatsoever. They don't. They're not scared of dying. They're not scared of going to jail, and they're not scared of taking a life. Yeah, and they're not. And not scared of going to hell. You know, I mean, that really goes back yeah. to the principles that I that I talked about. But, you know, a lot of people out on social media talking about toxic masculinity, right? We hear that all the time. Oh, it's toxic masculinity. You know what we have in this country? We have toxic lack of, right. of masculinity. Lack we have of toxic. We have toxic. An, a toxic, we have a toxic lack of, of strong male role models because it would make a tremendous difference in the youth of this country, which would make a tremendous difference on levels of crime in this country. It's Monday Gun Day with Guy Relford, the gun guy, joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Man, the Israelis are buying up guns in droves. They are signing up for all the paperwork they need to arm themselves. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. No, it, it, it's amazing, but but it's also sad in a way because until the, the Hamas invasion here a few weeks ago, um, uh, private gun rights in Israel were were incredibly uh, restricted, yeah. and yeah, and, and, and you know, it was it went in a country where everyone has to do military service, right? You basically you get out of high school and you go do a couple of years in the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force. So people are trained on firearms uh, in in the in in the military, yet private gun ownership almost didn't exist. Well, all of a sudden they had a big aha when you had Hamas terrorists kicking in people's doors, and they had no means of defending themselves. And now all of a sudden we have these horrific videos. Of 
people being drug out into the streets and people being kidnapped and people beheaded and raped and all the horrific things that Hamas did. And, and, and the Israeli government kind of got an epiphany and said, hmm, maybe it'd be a good idea if these people had the capacity to defend themselves. And, and the only good news coming yeah. out of this, and it's hard to find, um, but it, the fact that the Israeli government has decided, oh, no, private gunnership needs to be a thing, and they are issuing licenses, quote unquote, to be able to have a gun in private individuals at, 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 at an abs- absolute breakneck pace, as you mentioned. At one point, it was something like 90,000 a day. You know, you and I traded an article on that, Jason, and it, it's pretty amazing. Wow. Um, but, but it's also sad that that, that came uh, at a time when uh, having the you know, private uh, guns in, in private homes would have been tremendously helpful as, you know, some bad guy with an AK-47 is kicking your door in. Well, speaking of AK-47, same thing in Ukraine. It's the yeah. liberal progressives that want to give a blank check to Ukraine and are against anything 2A. These are the same people that are cheering on the Ukrainians because we're arming them. Like, we're, oh, I mean, yeah. you talk about, I mean, we're giving them guns. We're not giving the Israelis any guns, or maybe they're buying the guns from us, but hand over fist AK-47s to civilians in Ukraine. And it's like we are. <laughs> that's that's the example. It's like that's that's why you need to arm yourself. But you know what I thought about? You know, when when I saw some of those numbers and I realized exactly what was going on here, I, I forgive me, but I went right back to the wording of the Second Amendment. Yes, it goes back to how incredibly brilliant our founders were uh, all those years ago, where they talked about. Uh, a, a well-regulated militia. That that means a, a private citizenry. That's all it means. Private citizenry. Well-regulated means capable and trained and equipped, necessary to the security of a free state. Security of a free state. Do, do those words ring true when you look at Hamas terrorists kicking in unarmed civilians' doors and 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 doing with them as, as they would um, with free reign because the, the citizenry wasn't armed? Necessary to the security of a free state. That that. The necessity couldn't have been more better uh, proven than uh, what we saw in Israel. One more thing here with Guy Relford. Guy, I read that the uh, Second Circuit Court issued a ruling on several Second Amendment cases, but the one that caught my attention was when the court ruled that um, New York schools cannot prohibit congregants from carrying firearms in places of worship and discriminate on the basis of religion. So this kind of goes into the parochial schools and the Second Amendment, something you know uh, very well from working on it here in Indiana. No, that's right. And in 2019, I worked really hard. Well, I mean, it started well before 2019, but 2019, we finally got it done, which in Indiana, we amended the statute that, that, that prohibited guns on school property, but it included any property that was co-owned with a school. And so how many parochial uh, churches are and 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 Catholic schools are on the same property. I mean, right. all of them, right? Right. And and how many other churches have a licensed daycare on the same property or have a school somewhere in the same building or on the same property? So uh, a lot of folks. Um, were prohibited from carrying because it was considered school property. We fixed that in 2019, where now you can attend a worship service or a religious ceremony in a house of worship, even though legally it's considered school property. That was a big win in 2019. And let me tell you, I mean, not only do I carry when I go to church, I carry an extra magazine when I go to church. And and that's only because churches are targets. And we know it. We've seen it all over the country. How, how many mass shootings have we seen in churches? Right. Because people will murder you simply, simply because of the way you 
you worship, and they know where to find you on the days that you meet to worship. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I carry an extra magazine. Anyway, I'm carrying an extra, extra magazine uh-huh. when I go to church because that that is a very likely place for a mass shooting. And it's not paranoia to simply be prepared because we know churches are targets, and I'm glad we fixed that here in Indiana. I've had a lot of people ask me this. If somebody wants to uh, get training from you or maybe get a copy of your book, you know, holidays are coming up. Is there anything they can do? Oh, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, the website for training is tactical-firearms.com. In terms of firearms training, I'm only doing private training. So if you've got uh, an individual or a couple or a family, no bigger than uh, three, for instance, family members, uh, I'll do that on a private basis, just you. It's not a big class. Uh, but yeah, my book, um, I'm almost sold out, but it's tactical-firearms.com. Uh, Click on gun safety and cleaning for dummies. It's a great stocking, stocking stuffer. It's only 68 pages, so it's quick read. So no, I appreciate the plug. And uh, Uh, Yeah, we're going to sell those this year till they're sold out. Guy, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys.